Salutations and greetings, everybody. Welcome back to the BT Awards 2022 Part 2. And in all honesty, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm going to ultimately make a video. Yes, a video for my YouTube channel about just like the tier of the... I don't want to do a tier list because I feel like those have been done to death. But I'm going to end up making a tier list about like the BET Awards from the first one to like the to this most recent one. And then like I just want like the community I'm trying to reach out to to compare them and like see how accurate I am. I feel like I'm black enough to do this. I, I, I'm black enough to do this. OK, like don't argue with me. I just feel in my heart. Like I'm like I can I can speak on this topic, okay? But in the last episode, um, I said I was gonna be talking about the um, you know performances, all the nerf-worthy stuff. I still am, but it's like like seven more awards that I just straight up didn't cover because I ran out of time. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I told y'all they gave out a shit ton of awards. And I honestly feel like only four of them or five of them actually meant something. <laughs> like, okay, like, th- okay, the best movie award, this one, this this one was a toss-up. I uh, The only movies on here that I actually am aware of are Space Jam 2, A New Legacy with LeBron James, uh, the Candyman remake, and then uh, the two documentaries the one about the Williams sisters and the one about Aretha Franklin with Jennifer Hudson now I'm Summer of Soul I remember seeing like an ad for it on YouTube because uh, because of course and honestly I wanted to check it out but my sister fucking changed the password so I wasn't able to so but yeah, I think Summer of Soul is like, it's it's a documentary about like the 1969 Harlem Arts Festival or something. It's like celebrating like, you know, black culture and the integration of soul music into, you know, mainstream media, stuff like that. And then The Harder They Fall is just a Western with Idris Elba. <laughs> like, like when I go through these, like, it's gonna be a few that I actually care about and did research on and like break down and explain. And it's gonna be like one or two where I'm just like, oh yeah, and this fucking person is here. Like that. <laughs> if you haven't noticed that now, you're, well, you're still going to. But yeah, I honestly think King Richard, I mean, okay, I'm not gonna lie. That movie probably won because Will Smith was in it. And I know that's kind of fucked up. I love the Williams sisters, Venus, Serena. They are like the greatest pair of athletes to ever, you know, grace um, an Olympic sport. But at the same time, if they had casted anyone else as the dad, I don't think like King Richard would have won. And no, I'm not saying that because of of what Will Smith did. I'm saying that because he's just a fucking awesome actor. (laughs) I don't want to say he's the only actor to win a fucking BET award and a Grammy, 
because I know for a fact that's not true. Even if it is for best actor, I know that's not true. But just, hey, that happened. So, I mean, if not King Richard, then Respect. Or maybe Summer of Soul, because Space Jam 2 is an abomination. Candyman is a remake. And The Harder They Fall is a fucking Western with Idris Elba. Like, who the fuck? Like, like this is... This is an auntie movie. Jasmine Sullivan makes auntie music and Idris Elba makes auntie movies. Boom. Uh, best actress. I mean, get the fuck. Like, if, if Zendaya didn't win this, I don't know where BET headquarters is, but I would have found it. It's probably on, I don't know, 106 and Park Avenue in fucking New York or some shit. I don't know. But I, I would have been out there. I, I, I don't know what I would have did once I got outside the building, but I would have been outside the building. Like, you cannot... Zendaya's perform. Okay, Euphoria aside, which, yes, I'm going to make an episode about Euphoria, so don't, so don't even worry about that. But... Euphoria aside, this woman was, was, was tearing it up with Spider-Man is dating spider-man which i try to forget but i mean okay and then i'm not saying everyone else that was nominated wasn't deserving uh you got anjanae ellis uh coco jones her portrayal as hillary in those three episodes of bel-air before you know smack uh like it was so i'm used to disney coco jones you know, like, you know, like energetic, like let's all, you know, eat our orange slices and go, you know, practice for the big soccer game. That's the Coco Jones I'm used to. Coco Jones as Hillary Banks is like, <laughs> we all know a girl that acts like this. We know multiple girls that act like ex- exactly like that character and look like Coco Jones. That's all I'm gonna say. Issa Rae, I mean, Insecure was great, but you know, what else you got cooking? Uh, Jennifer Hudson, probably the only other case you could make. Like, like the only other case you could make is probably Jennifer Hudson. Uh, Mary J. Blige, I mean, she's like, I'm not going to say golden years or wonder years because of what that implies, but I'm going to say she's in her bucket phase where she could literally do anything if she really just wanted to. Like, she still makes music, kind of, sort of. She said she she was going to retire like four years ago, didn't. She can make movies, act. She could fucking do stand-up, probably, or start a podcast, and it would fucking, like, like, it would bang. I don't know who would listen. I know I probably would, but like again, like she could start a random ass fucking bowling tournament or some shit. Just like the Mary J. Bosch bowling bonanza. Make it happen. Uh Queen Latifah. Okay, I'm not I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. I don't know the movie she acted in, but I heard she was in her role which it's Queen Latifah she's kind of at that Mary J. Blige point too 
like she's like she's she's come out of the closet she's won numerous i think last year she won this year's you know like lifetime achievement award or whatever the fuck they're calling it this year we're just giving awards different names you know why the fuck not uh uh but yeah the lifetime achievement award she won that uh last year so in all honesty i think she's kind of good now not good like just stop nominating her for shit because she's still queen latifah but it's like i feel like once you get a lifetime achievement award which again mary j blige i think got one too and she won fucking she fucking won an award on this show but still (laughs) it's like i mean lifetime achievement is literally it's literally in the name this is a lifetime of achievements like what do you need what do you need to be best actress for Okay, and then uh, Quinita Bronson and Regina King, both, you know, very amazing actresses, uh, very respected in their fields, but Zendaya is the perfect choice. You can argue Jennifer Hudson all you fucking want to, (laughs) but that was one movie. Zendaya did two movies and a fucking TV show where her roles were drastically different. If you know about Rue, then you know about Rue best actor literally just said this will smith like this this man this man has done wrong and still can do no wrong if that makes any sense this man has had a worse 2022 than me you and america combined and he is still winning awards he's winning awards for shit that you probably can't watch it somewhere. I can't even. I can't watch Bel Air. I can't find the King Richard movie. Probably because I haven't bothered looking for either of them. But still, like the fact that he's still winning awards after doing one of the most insane things ever to be done at an award show on live television. That's that is fucking special. And you cannot convince me different. He beat Adrian Holmes and Anthony Anderson. In all honesty, um, he's 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 in the sitcom area. You know, he he is gonna make two more. Ex- he's gonna make or star in two more successful sitcoms. And you know, that's just gonna be his thing best actor to me is like movies with tv shows kind of spreckled in there you know or if you have like you know guy like craig robinson could have easily been in this category too for all those uh, commercials he's in from pizza hut fucking that laundry detergent that's too expensive for me to buy uh and fucking at&t or u.s cellular or whichever like, he, he could have been in here for commercials. He would not have won. He would have came in dead last. But I still would have liked to see that. Uh, damn some Idris. That's the dude from Snowfall, right? That got chased off of Twitter by all, all of his women fans for having an opinion. Yeah, yeah. Damson Idris got deactivated his Twitter account because he simply asked the women of Twitter a question. And they 
chastised him to the point where he deactivated his Twitter account. It was something like, um, why do women, you know, fuck, what did he, like, like, it made such perfect sense, and he's British, so it's gonna sound dumb as fuck coming from me. Uh, I would say in a British accent, but that's, I don't want to embarrass myself. It was like, why do women continuously entertain guys that they know they're not going to like see like you're never gonna link with this nigga so why are you you know talking to him so much and women went in on him talking about you not all that to be like blah 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 and like why are you in our business like that's not cute and it's just and 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 the brother deactivated his fucking twitter so I think he should have won for that, but you know, Denzel and Forrest Whitaker, holy shit, man. Like, <laughs> like Will Smith isn't just beating anybody. He's beating like legends. <laughs> uh Jabari Bank and Sterling K. Brown. They'll get theirs. Like they're literally on the on the rise. I could be very wrong, because I'm not sure who either of them are, but, you know, still. Uh, then you got Young Stars. Uh, okay, see, this is kind of where shit got weird for me. Out of all the awards to end in a tie, why didn't this one? Like, Family Ties and Smoking Out the Window tied for Video of the Year. Cool. But how come... How come Marsai Martin and Miles Brown didn't tie for young stars because they literally came up together you know like i don't i don't get that like (laughs) like they literally it's like oh yeah and also this is a side note random i'm just gonna point this out i found i found it so fucking weird that not only marseille okay well i guess marseille gets a pass But the entire BET production made a huge deal about uh, Masar Martin just turning 18, like as of when this like award show was filmed. And I'm just like, didn't we get on to people about doing this to the Olsen twins like fucking 20 years ago? Like, I don't, (laughs) don't do that. Like, yeah, she's 18, she's grown, but don't make that a vocal point in her fucking speech or whatever. And, you know, and, and like, again, you know, Messiah Martin's awesome. This is really more on BT. Like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> Please do not do that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Akira Akbar, Denny Singleton, I already mentioned Miles Brown, uh, Sahira Sydney, I'm mispronouncing her name, and Storm Reed. Everybody in this category has done like the has done somewhat okay, almost if not equal amount as work. Cause now that Blackish is over, I feel like Miles Brown is still trying to like find his place. Whereas Marseille Martin just immediately just 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 started getting booked like I, I like i don't know how that worked but it was just instant like 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 i don't know how she became the star which okay of course i do because she's fucking hilarious she's like 
she, she was one of the funniest parts of that show okay and that might be a hot take okay I like the grownish more yeah I fucking said it I think grownish is better than blackish okay if you're gonna take a hot take from this episode let it be that um but yeah you know let's go Masai Martin and then the awards that my brain apparently just threw into the abyss the Dr. Bobby Jones best gospel inspirational award I tuned out on this completely uh Kurt Franklin and Lil Baby We Win beat Marvin Sapp All In Your Hands Kanye West Come To Life Kelly Price Grace Fred Hammond Hallelujah Her and Torin Wells Hold Us Together The Hope Remix and Elevation Worship and Maverick City Music wow they should have won based off their name uh, their song was Jira. I'm not religious, but you all knew that. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a Kirk Franklin and Lil Baby song. Of course they fucking won. <laughs> and I just cussed while <laughs> naming gospel songs. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, maybe Kanye should have won. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> That shows you how much I listen to gospel music. Please don't sue me. Then we had Best International Acts. I literally don't know. Like, this is like literally... It was split into two awards. Best International Acts and Best New International Acts. So, Tim's won Best International Act because this category was literally fucking made for her. Uh, Tim's from Nigeria beat Dave from the UK course dinos from france falia pupa from the dominican republic fireboy dml that's who i was talking about that's the other artist that's gonna blow up fireboy dml from nigeria lil sims from the uk lumilla from brazil major league djs from south africa i fuck with them and uh tacy from france so yeah, the three people that I got excited about and you heard me talk about are the three people I know. I'm going to do an episode about UK rap and what I think about it, so I'm just going to save that for another episode. But Tim's definitely deserved to win this fucking award. Uh, best new international act. I barely knew the old ones. MD Chief from Brazil. Are, I'm going to mispronounce all these names so get ready Ara Star from Nigeria Fields from Nigeria Cleo Soul from the UK SDM from France Diggadee but yeah Diggadee that's his name from the United Kingdom Guy to B's Bar it's literally Guy the number two B-E-Z and B-A-R just squished together from France and Young Stunna from South Africa, the most normal, the most normal name, and the most generic, I'll also say that, the most normal and generic name, and he's from South Africa. Holy shit, man, way to go, Indy Sheaf, I have no idea what you sound like. Uh, so yeah, that wraps up the awards. Now I kind of see why my brain just didn't capture those last three. Let's get into the fucking performances. Okay, like let's let's talk about that because 
I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was a stacked show until the end of it. Now, you got Lizzo performing About Damn Time, a song that owns so much equity in my brain, it doesn't even make sense. I can't escape this song in a car. I can't escape it at a place of employment. I can't escape it at a grocery store. I can't escape it from social media whatsoever. It's literally like from the trends to the remixes to the duets to the chat. Like it's just, oh my God. Seeing Lizzo perform this song was like the cherry on top of the pain and suffering Sunday that that has just been this summer. This 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 was the summer of annoying catchy songs and I fully fucking blame TikTok and partially Instagram. Like you're not excused from this either, Insta. But yeah, Lizzo performed about damn time and Okay, I'm gonna rate these performances on like an A to F tier because one through ten is too many numbers for my brain. So if I had to give Lizzo a grade like A through F, I'd probably just, you know, I'm gonna give her a solid B minus simply because you can't help that the universe burnt us out on this song. Uh, okay, then we had Jack Harlow, DJ Drama, Lil Wayne, and Brandy. Now, this was almost an A, it was almost an A, uh, you know, like, uh, DJ Drama, Lil Wayne did their song, uh, Poison, I think Jack Harlow has a verse on there, and then Jack Harlow did first class of, you know, which, look, I, I sung my ass off when that song came on, and then Brandy came out, and I was like, I fucking knew that was a publicity stunt, I fucking knew that they weren't really gonna beat over this dumbass shit and she fucking made a diss track to his song and I'm just I don't know why I didn't see them doing the remix at the fucking BET Awards because that's literally what it was setting up for but yeah that's what took the performance from an A to like a B because <laughs> what the fuck like, like why are we why are we doing publicity stunts uh, so shout out to Gucci man uh, Maverick City and Kurt Franklin did Kingdom and Melodies from Heaven. If you like gospel music, then you would have loved this. Uh, Fireboy DML. I've, I've heard the song Playboy a million times on the radio. And for the life of me, when it came on, it still took me like a few seconds to be like, oh, that's the dude from the radio. Um, I- I'm going to give his performance a solid B. Um, we're real B heavy starting off because you know it was you know he did a popular song then he you know did a song that you know if you really fuck with Fireboy DML then you know it you know uh oh man Miss Dochi uh fun fact I'm gonna be doing an episode on the 2022 XXL freshman class or I will be ranking their freestyles, their individual freestyles, uh, and their ciphers. So be on the lookout for that. And one person that I'm gonna mention, um, probably very heavily, is Dochi's, because her style, it's kind of like, and you've probably heard this multiple times, it's like, a Nicki Minaj fan, just like a typical fan, but 
violently mixed with a theater kid. We all know that one girl that really wanted to be an actress and like you, you take that girl and just mixed her with like a hardcore 2000 fucking, no, no fucking 2010 Nicki Minaj fan. And that's Dochi's. When she took her wig off during her performance, I swear, like, I I don't know if I became a fan or if I, like, wanted to be her fan. Like, like, like if I wanted to be, like, her personal fan. You know? Like, I would have, like, if I wanted to be her only fan, basically. That says a lot about me and what I find attractive. I understand that. Uh, Money Long or Mooney Long. Still don't know how to say it. She performed her like two biggest songs, and I thought that was so fucking smart. Oh yeah, and I, by the way, Doji's just getting a C because I couldn't a C minus because I couldn't understand shit she was saying. But uh, money long, like first of all, the eighteen foot tall dress. What the fuck was that? Like that put me through a loop. And then when the dress turned into dancers, and she like. I'm not gonna comment on her legs, but if you're a guy, you, you saw what I saw. But when the dress turned into dancers, and like and like the dress wasn't even a dress, it was kind of like umbrellas or some shit. It was like, whoa, okay. This is like some shit you'd see in like Japan or something. That was that was dope. She gets the first A. That's another hot take. We went from BBBC to fucking. To, to the first A, and it's from Money Long. Get fucked. But I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm honestly a fan of Money Long at this point. I'm really looking forward to you know like more Time Machine and Hours and Hours, which Dochi did persuasive and crazy, which kind of show you where their styles are. You can't have Dochi running out, you know, screaming her head off, and then turn around and fucking Mooney Long is like harmonizing to you, you know, like you're laying in a baby crib. And then we had Chance the Rapper and Joey Badass with the highs and lows. This is the most Chance the Rapper Joey Badass song I've ever heard that you can literally just play this and no one would listen to it and people would just say it's fire. Uh, yeah, so they get C- minus. Uh, LMA, Babyface, and Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich brought that whole performance from. I, I probably would have like went S for this if it wasn't for Roddy Rich. I would have said I'm going to be doing S, A, B, C, and then F. But no, no, like 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 Roddy Rich literally made me decide to only do A, B, C, D, and F. And again, I don't give a fuck if you like Roddy Rich the same way you shouldn't give a fuck that I don't. He's Roddy Rich, okay? So their performance gets a B. Lotto, Young Dirty Bastard, and Mariah Carey. Look, like I said, I love Lotto. It's given big energy. Two of the most, like two of the hottest slash most annoying songs of summer 2022. And then she sprinkled in Mariah Carey. So I'm gonna give Lotto an A because she's fucking Lotto and I'm happy for her. I hate that she might 
that she has a boyfriend, but whatever. <laughs> I'm bitter. You guys knew that. Then, now, Diddy won the Lifetime Achievement Award, and I'm already about to run out of time again, so I'm going to have to make a part three. <laughs> oh, God. I, I, I've been away for a while. Um, Yeah, so... Diddy wins the Lifetime Achievement um, Achievement Award, and Kanye comes out and shares kind words about Puff Daddy. That whole segment was so fucking weird. And then you got a uh, babyface just looking at Kanye like, nigga, what the fuck are you going through? Like, nigga had on the the fucking black burlap sack mask and shit and he had the foot oh okay look kanye is gonna be kanye why was he speaking on behalf of puff daddy i don't know i mean well when you think about it kanye is kind of a new age puff daddy i mean i'm pretty sure that's where he got most of his influence from but yeah does Puff Daddy deserve the Lifetime Achievement Award? Probably not. I'm going to be honest. Probably fucking not. All the stuff that I know about Diddy and that I'm probably going to make videos about on him. It's, and like, if you know what I'm talking about, then you just know. But yeah, I don't know if Diddy should have won the Lifetime Achievement Award. They could have given that to anyone else and it would have like hell did Snoop Dogg have one fuck it Snoop Dogg should win the lifetime achievement award um I can't talk that's how you know this episode's ending so I will see you guys in part three